0: This is a podcast where we shout out Chase!
1: Chase! What's up, Chase? where to go, Chase? <laughs> hey yo, Chase. Who's Chase? And Matthew. I don't know.
2: And Matthew.
0: And
1: Matthew. And Matthew. Matthew and Chase. Your address Matthew is 104. Uh, 104- <laughs> 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 oh don't. Let's not do that. Oh no. Oh no. Their phone number is Oh no. Social Security <laughs> yes. uh, Your identity has been stolen. <laughs> Hello, Chase and Matthew, and welcome, everybody else also, hello. And no one else. <laughs> hello, everybody else. Uh, to, <laughs> oh. And welcome to Make Believe Heroes. This is an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. For everyone, my name is Paul, and uh, we're back. We're back today to give you the rest of the story of our adventure with Sir Vance, Jim lill Adelina Fabella, the Eladrin wizard. And Valdecor Frostfall, I just said all your names and introduce you, so none of you have to... I'm just kidding. Let's go Let's go around the table and introduce yourselves. Paul is
0: playing everyone.
1: <laughs> it's me. I'm actually everyone today. I mean, I've done that before. It's called Season 3.5. Jeffrey.
0: I'm Jeffrey, and I play Sir Vance off the wall.
2: I'm Alan, and I play Jimalil Karth.
3: I'm Bryson, and I play Adelina Fabella.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm Greg, and I play Valdecor Frostfall.
1: Valdecor... Just for the record, thank you to Bryson and Greg for playing D&D with us. It's been a lot of fun so thank far. Thank you. Yes. Hopefully, we won't see your characters brutally murdered. Uh, or thank you for making a whole podcast just to play with us. <laughs> oh, that's it. I mean, this is my plan all yeah. along.
0: It's all been leading up to this
1: moment. This is it. It's all come down to this. Uh, and now I'm going to murder your characters with a uh, an oncoming storm called The Absence. Nice. The
3: oncoming storm.
1: At least it's not
0: called The Abscess. <laughs>
1: Mm. <laughs> let's talk about what happened last time on make believe champions <laughs> last time uh sir Vance got in touch with jim Said, hey, yo, Jim, you think you could help me find Guy's body so we can resurrect him? And Jim was like, yeah, man, listen, I can help you with that, but I kind of got something big going on here. You want to help me first? And Vance was like, cool. And so he came to the Grove where he met Adelina, who's very curious about Manumi, has gained much information and knowledge from Jim during their time as friends. But no time for that just now. Friends? No. <laughs> Right now, there is a storm washing across Atonia's Grove, this other realm that she created filled with peoples of all kinds, Uh, and Jim is trying to get all of them to follow him to the center of the grove to try and shepherd them out of here before this storm destroys them and their home. So they travel to the village of the Fearbulk, where we met Valdecor, the apprentice of the faithful there, who is kind of like their wise man, like their, uh, you know, um, what's the word? I'm looking for? Holy dude. Holy dude. That's it. Their holy dude. They convinced their holy dude to help them convince the chieftain that they should leave. But before they could officially and finally convince the chieftain to leave, a strange group appeared calling themselves the order of absence led by a tabaxi priestess She claimed that this was the will of Atonia, for them to remain where they were and let this absence, the dark storm that approaches, to take their lives. She also claimed that they had seen visions that once they had lost their lives to the absence, they would be reborn. But Jim wasn't so convinced. The resistance that they showed caused the order of absence to strike And so they fell into combat. And as the combat raged and things seemed to be going on the side of our heroes, suddenly there came an icy, cold wind and the rolling sound of thunder.
5: It is the assets. It is here. It It is is too too late. late. Jimalil champion,
1: Champion. this This is is where we all die. die. So people kind of start freaking out. The fear bulbs start running around. The chieftain yells, gather your things, we must flee. And uh, the order of the absence, strangely, now all just stop, kneel down, and lift their eyes up toward the darkening sky. The manticore, the remaining centaurs, the quicklings, the tortle, the tabaxi, all of them. And they begin to hum and chant as the storm Begins to build up around you all. What are you guys going to do right now? So, who's still outside?
4: Is the faithful still out? Is he still around us?
1: Uh, he is at the. He's at the door. He hears the. He hears all this going on. He steps up to the door. It is time for us to go. If we are to go. But our people. What of our people? Winds blowing. Thunder.
2: My recommendation is that we flee now. Run.
3: Yeah. Run. Yeah.
1: The chieftain, he turns and looks at you all, he looks up at the faithful, and the faithful gives him kind of a nod. And he turns back and he says, not, my people, this place is going to be engulfed in this absence, in this darkness. Come with us, we will flee. Atonius Champion says there is a way that we can escape, a place where we can go and be safe and live another day. As much as I love our home, I believe he is correct. We must flee. Gather your children, leave your things, and go. go. Run. Run. And people kind of start panicking. People kind of start freaking out. There are a few people, though, who, like, step out there and stop. And they're just looking up and they're not doing anything. And you see the chieftain going to them and trying to talk to them. And some of them just, like, push him off and push him away. And others, just they just walk back into their house and they don't come back out. There are a few who are not convinced. They're not going to leave. But the majority of the fear bog you see come out. Uh, some of them have mounts. They're different. Like there are these, like large, almost like a moose, but a little bit more thinner, not quite as stocky as a moose. And they all start running uh, and riding these things out of there. Are you all trying to help them, or are you trying to just leave? So Valdekore is going to probably head to the faithful and um,
4: see where he's going and try to help him. You know, I guess he probably isn't the
1: quickest. Yeah, he can't run. Yeah. Um, you could go get your steed. But it is a little up the way where you were. The storm seems to be picking up, so you do have wild shape, and you could use it to turn into a steed. I'm also thinking
4: about Valdicor probably has some family there too, somewhere. He probably and does. So he's, parents. You know, he's probably
1: wondering about them too. Um, okay, I would say that they're in the crowd. They're out here, so you can easily approach them, talk to them. They're probably they're going to go like they're so, going. Okay, they're so he just sees around. them like they're moving. They're gonna come out and talk to you too. Like th- there's gonna be interaction. they a quick one. Like this is all happening very frantically. Right, 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 right. It's getting spooky out here. Well, as long as he sees
4: them moving, then, then he knows. So yeah, then his main focus is gonna, you know, getting the faithful as quick as possible. So yeah, um, I think I'm gonna wild shape
1: into okay, something. Into what? You could you could wild shape into one of those moose-like things. A scoose? Yeah, skoose. Okay. We'll call
4: nice. it. I think I'll do that and you know I, try to okay. get faithful. You know, hop on. Oh, yeah, he'll,
1: he'll let you carry him out of here. Mom pops. So he hops onto your uh, scoose back. Uh, the chieftain approaches Jimalil, champion. Where where do we go? We don't know where to go. Can you lead the way? I don't know where to go either.
2: No. What, what, what? <laughs>
1: oh, no. <laughs> do I know where to go? We're yeah, you do. You know exactly where to go. You, you know you go the way back you came, and you guys need to be going. Okay, uh, you know that it takes a minute for the storm to like take out an area, but you guys need to be going. I will show you the way.
0: I slapped the tabaxi and followed the people.
1: <laughs> okay. She laughs. She just laughs and keeps looking up.
3: Adelina has like one hand on top of her hat to try and keep it from blowing uh, away.
1: Yeah, her derby hat.
3: And then like a couple of her papers try and fly away, and so she's trying to catch them. And she also kind of She kind of glances at, like, the the absence people, the crazies, because, you know, she kind of wishes she could do something for them, but also they're crazy. So instead she's going to try and look for any, like, fear in the crowd who might just need a little help, like carrying something or whatever, just running, like a little kid maybe, something like that.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, you you can easily do that. Like, you see some kids, like, freaking out looking for their mom. You help them find their (laughs) mom. You uh, help, like, get some stuff on those people's backs. But you also are, like... We don't have time. We like, yes. need to go. We, we'll get you food. We'll get you clothes. We'll take care of you. We need to go now. So you're helping them, encouraging them. Is Vance doing anything like that?
0: Yeah, I will slap people that say they don't want to go.
1: <laughs> okay, you see people. You see some some people arguing. You see like two guys, seemingly brothers, yelling at each other, arguing. I was
4: born here and I'm gonna die.
1: That's right. Here. You hear some of that. You walk up and slap one of them. Yeah. <laughs> say anything to him. Trying to convince him to go? Yeah.
3: Adelina makes a Kay. mental note of the slap to write down later because there's not time. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right.
0: You fools, you're all going to die. Let's go.
1: Okay. Why don't you give me uh, I, I mean, that kind of sounds more like a an intimidation check than any... Yeah. What do you think? Intimidation. Especially
0: since I slapped him.
1: <laughs> all right. Give me an intimidation check and he'll roll against you.
0: That's a 13 total.
1: Uh, he only rolled a nine. So uh, you actually slapped some sense into him. He begrudgingly looks at his brother and see, looks at all those around him. They were, like, they there wanting him to go. And finally, he, he gives. He goes. Uh, Jim, you are kind of gathering up in the front, and, and you're going to lead the way? Yes. The way is what I lead. A cu- I mean, like, five minutes, people. Just doing what they got to do, grabbing things, whatever. All this and they're, they're all staying there, and they're they're ready. And the chieftain looks at you. He says, Jim, lead, lead us to safety.
2: A point. There be safety. <laughs>
0: Take off.
1: Let's go. Okay, a few more steeds have been gathered. We'll say it's been like 10-ish minutes or so, getting all this stuff together. What does Vance do? Do you try to get one of those steeds, or...?
0: Yeah, if there's an extra one.
1: skis. There is one extra, okay, that's kind of brought up to you guys, that probably you and Adelina could ride on. All right. Okay. Jimalil. Yeah. You don't really need a steed, right? I mean, I don't reckon... This is a bestial soul sort of thing. You know what I'm saying?
2: That sounds scary.
1: You can move, like, faster. Okay. Yeah, so I want to do that. So what does Jim do? He bounds like a gazelle. Okay, so people start following Jim. <laughs> and, like Jim, you you take off at, like, a kind of like a jog at first and then a sprint and then start bounding. I bound.
0: <laughs> I look at Jim like... Why is the sky bound?
3: <laughs> Adelina takes a note.
1: So, is it one of those like back leg, front leg, back leg, front leg type boundings? More or less. Okay. Robes are flapping. They seem a little weirded out by it, but also the wind is getting stronger and colder. There is ice now in the wind, and it's black.
0: Black ice. It's never good. There
1: is thunder. The green ceiling in here, the green, grassy ceiling high above in this area that the lights shine out from all across the grove is now clouded with these blackened dark gray clouds and they seem to be sinking down towards you like a dark fog it's eerie it's terrifying people are much less freaked out by your bounding than they are (laughs) by all that and you guys are moving as quickly as you can through the forest. You know, I mean it is a forest and so you're not like burning out of here. You know what I'm saying? But you're making your way as best you can, Jim. You are looking back to make sure everyone is with you. Everyone can see you. the ice is falling. It is freezing cold. I'll tell you what. Let me just get let me just get some rolls from our player characters. Everybody roll me a d20. Here are your options. Constitution. You know what? Like, like Jim, I probably need constitution from you, Jim. Vance, you and Adelina give me charisma and constitution from you as well, Valcor. Save, Yeah. Eight. Eight from Vance. It's not very good.
3: I got a nine.
1: <laughs> wow. Y'all's charisma saves aren't doing very good. I don't know. Uh, what about Valdecor? Edecus. Twelve. Okay. And Jemalil? I got a six. <laughs> y'all's rolls were not good. Wow. I-, I would classify one of those as a success, and-, and that might be pushing it. So, basically, people are starting to freak out. Storms are coming down. The animals are starting to freak out a little bit. The crowd, you're having trouble keeping the crowd together. Vance, you and Adelina are trying to, like, call out to people and, and press press them in and press them together and keep them going. Valdecor, you are able to keep the faithful on your shoulders, and that's kind of what your constitution save is. My good? What is your constitution score generally? You're keeping it together, uh, but the cold is starting to get to you a little bit. Uh, even in this bestial form, you're not really accustomed to this kind of weather. Mm-hmm. Let's see, I'm gonna need another round of saves from all of you. I got a nine on the die. Okay, so it's a 13. 23.
3: Ooh. I got a 12 on the die, so I guess it's a 13 as well.
1: Okay, and Jim allele. I got a 20 natural. Ooh.
2: Ooh. Okay,
1: Jim. Yeah. Jim bounds gracefully. <laughs> so, Jim, I'm gonna say that in this particular case, uh, we're going to go with charisma instead because you turn back and see everything kind of going to crap. Okay, Vance, you see a few stragglers falling off by the wayside, uh, beasts freaking out, people having trouble uh, reining them in, and the two of you are going to kind of help in getting this crowd back together.
2: Everyone, I know this is terrifying, but we must keep in order. the The best way for us to make it out of here safely is to. Be calm, collected, and quick.
1: It's simple, it's concise, and it seems to get their attention. Vance, you see a couple stragglers going off, and you lead your uh, deer scooce? You lead your scoose over there, uh, you and Adelina, and you're like catch them before they veer off too far and press them back toward. And now the crowd is moving back forward again. Valdicor, you're feeling good. You got your second win. Same for Adelina. You're doing good. You're you're not afraid. You can handle this. And you guys press forward. You push through and things are getting tense. That cloud is now descended. I mean, it's probably 15 feet above your head. And you don't know what's going to happen, but you feel like if that cloud gets all the way down here, things could be bad. So Hmm. it's like... Rut, row, crunch time, baby! Everybody digs deep and starts running to the top of like of their strength, and it's like run! The chief is, is like in the front. He's chi- he's like yelling, "Go, go!" Jim is bounding and bounding like a gazelle, just leaping through the air. Mm, twirls, and finally, Jim, you come to like a skirting stop in front of one of these tunnels, the gateway that leads from this area to the next. And it's time. Do you go ahead or do you shepherd them through? I shepherd. Okay, so you start signaling for people to come through. The chief, he stops and gets off there beside you too, and they're pushing people through like go don't stop just keep going till you reach the other side and everybody starts passing through passing through the cloud is like encroaching down on you guys now it's maybe 10 feet in the air it's like you can't see and it's also it seems to be coming up from behind you all too like it's just expanding out in this direction and things are pretty tense Vance you're in the back you and Adelina you're like trying to press go go, go. people are running through running through and then finally everyone passes through but you guys you all rush in Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) You rush in. The cloud, like, settles in against the walls, but it does not enter into the tunnel. Jim, you're just inside this long, vine-covered, grassy tunnel. And this black and gray cloud, like a layer of it, just presses against the outside of the tunnel like a surface tension. And as it does, you can hear it almost like a whispering wind. What does it say? It doesn't say anything. It's just like a whispering. Word.
2: Am I familiar with this? Do I do I know that if this is appropriate and normal?
1: Uh, it's the first time you've gotten this close to it. But, yeah, you've, you've seen the storm before. You've seen the clouds, but far off, and you've entered into areas where it was just starting and things and fled. But this is the first time you've been this close and been able to observe it like this. And, like, the longer you look at it, the more it starts to look like nothing obviously at first it is a cloud, it's a storm it's wind, it's ice, it's thunder but now as you're standing there and everyone has moved in and you're looking at it Jim you walk up, do you like do anything? do you reach out and touch it or anything like that?
2: I do not reach out and touch it as much as I want to
1: good Good call. You made the right call, Jim. Unlike the time you messed with that baby spider that came out of that dead spider. That was a bad, bad time.
2: No, that was the right call then. The
1: longer you look at it, though, the more it starts to look less like a cloud and more like just darkness. Am I standing there? Yeah, you're all you're all standing there. It's hard for your mind to really reconcile what it is you're looking at, but eventually, after moments pass, it becomes. Nothing. You're at the end of the tunnel. There is ground beneath your feet. bonds around you in this big tunnel, this gateway. But right at the end of that tunnel, there is just an absence of anything.
3: Finally, I get to stare at the void.
1: And the void stares back.
0: I take a torch out of my explorer's pack and stick it in there into the nothing.
1: There is no sound, there's no sizzle, there's no crack or break. And when you pull it back, there's nothing from where it passed through.
0: Like it's gone, that part? Mm-hmm. E- Did you guys see that?
3: Yep.
1: Very good. <laughs> <laughs> the ski saw it. The faithful pats you on like the shoulder. Uh, Baldacore. He knows I like ear rubs (laughs) yeah he scratched you behind the ear
4: we don't have a weird relationship
6: I believe we should go we will weep for our lost brothers and sisters and for those poor demented souls but for now Jimalil if you will lead us to this safe haven which you have spoken
2: I pull out my compass
1: point you to the center of the grove let's go you all go you lead the way. Allons-y. You don't have to run anymore. You don't have to, like, you know, rush and flee. But you make your way through the tunnel. Jim, you know that you guys have plenty of time to get where you need to go, but you've got a pretty long way to go. You've got to travel through a few of these different areas. And you do just that. Uh, you know, there's no immediate threat, or at least you would suspect there's no immediate threat based on what you've observed. You don't think this is going to just pour over all these areas and chase after you. There was no sign of that when you left it. You travel through the grove from one area to another. You pass through one place. It is much the next place when you step out of this tunnel, this gateway. You come into what is much like a rainforest. It's constantly raining. There's the chippering of some small insects, but essentially no other wildlife is present. This is because you and your compatriots have managed to get all the living beings that you could, all the all of the you know sentient beings as well as some of the wildlife out of here. And gathered at the central hub of the grove. Uh, the next area is more like a savanna, but with this lush, tall orange grass. Um, you actually encountered a few, a few communities of quicklings here, which you then you led to the central hub and all of that good stuff.
4: About how long has our is uh, this taking us?
1: A few hours. Okay. Um, so you might you might turn out of. You, know, you only
4: have four hours before I go back.
1: Yeah. I'd say a four hour journey is probably pretty uh, it's not gonna get you guys there, but it's gonna get you pretty far. I would say about at the end of that you guys are gonna take a little bit of a rest.
3: I will say Adelina has was like quiet for like the first little bit of the trip because you know the void and all that nasty stuff and people just died and that's a lot. but also she's literally riding on the back of a goose with an actual human. And so after like an hour or so what she's going to start asking um some questions because body odor. Yeah. This is my one chance. Why would I? Okay. Um
5: human body odor. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So musty. That's not good.
3: So she's like so what's your hut like and like what
4: what trees do
5: you
1: like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's a journey, uh, and you guys spend a little bit of time together. You can talk and different things. You travel through the savannah where the quicklings were with the orange grass. You travel through other, like, forested-type areas, and there's a lot of different colors. You come through a very water-filled uh, area. There's, like, a gigantic lake, um, and you guys kind of have to travel around it. You finally, though, after traveling through multiple of these areas, Jim leads you to one final passageway after many hours of travel, uh, some rest, some meals, and and you guys can do any short resting during that time frame too if you need to do so. We'll say that along the way you've gotten a short rest. Okay, So if you need to use any hit dice, click the short rest to restore your spell slots, gems, stuff like that, uh, you can do so. You finally come to the central area, the central hub, if you want to call it that, of the Grove. It is is a little darker than the other places where you've been with a lot of deep blues and greens. There's this tall, lush teal grass all over the place and these beautiful exotic trees with like bright reds and bright blues and and greens and teals. And the moment you enter into this place, it's a big old area. I mean, it's not like a room. You know what I'm saying? It's a huge, vast expanse uh, and gems leading the way, but you already start encountering people. You see fairies. You see tortles, you see centaurs, you see quicklings, you see Eladrin, and what you don't see until now are Fearbulg. And you are all coming in, and the Fearbulg with you all, including you, Valdicor. Kind of like um, an interesting thing, people kind of whisper and talk as they see you all come by, and you see like groups of them together, like you see groups of tortles and groups of centaurs. You see... A group of tabaxi Uh, You see all kinds of beings You see large beasts and creatures And different things And these fairies are flitting all over the place And pretty soon one comes flitting up to you Jim and Adelina And she says Oh
3: hello Hey
1: (laughs) Hi It's your friend Tilia Hey
3: Tilia (laughs) Hi Adelina Uh, I see your trip was successful (laughs) Yes it was We saw the void It was weird You saw the void? Yes. It was weird. There was nothing. What is the void? It's like there's nothing. Nothing. And that's it. Like nothing. Ah, uh,
5: I don't. That's scary. I don't want to see that. Also, I met
3: a human. Like an actual human.
1: Yep, Servanza is right beside you on the beast.
3: I'm like aggressively gesturing at him, like arms straight out, like.
5: Ooh. Oh. Hello, human.
0: Yes, I'm a human.
5: My name is Tilia. Welcome, human. Isn't it cool?
1: I am a fairy. And she kind of flits around. She's got like bright, spiky yellow hair and like teal skin.
0: Hello, fairy. My name is Tilia.
1: Hello, Tilia.
5: Hello, Jimalil. Hi. How are you, Jimalil? I am well.
1: It's good to see you, Jimalil. You too. She (laughs) blushes.
5: Ovi is looking for you all. He's expecting you.
1: Who?
0: Ovi. Ovi. Yeah. I know that guy.
1: You all know Ovi, including Valdecor and Adelina. Ovi is the guardian of the grove.
3: He's my bro. We're
1: old frat bros. Frat bros. <laughs>
3: frat bros.
1: <laughs> yeah, at the uh, the university. Yeah.
3: He's where I go to to ask about humans when Jim's not around. He is at
5: the
1: gateway,
3: of
5: course, but he is waiting for you, Jim. He will be so excited to hear that the Firiborg have joined us.
4: So am I near them? Yeah, you're all here. Okay, I was... I can say if I, you know, no, oh, yeah, you're there. I'm probably gonna drop the faithful off and uh, probably go find Jim and them.
1: He's there, like you're all. I would say that, that you guys are kind of here together, okay. and the faithful. He, are you still a horseman or a, a what is it, a scooch? Yeah, I'll
4: probably turn back. To
1: fear bug now. Okay, you transform to a fear Bog and Tilly says, "Oh, that's a nice trick." I nod. Champion, if the great spirit has
4: summoned us. We should not tarry.
0: Yes, let's go talk to Obi. Ovi is waiting for you.
5: Uh, I have. Uh, I can help shepherd these fair into a safe place to wait until their turn.
1: And she flits up to the faithful.
5: Sounds good. Are you the leader?
1: And they start like talking back and forth as as uh, those of you step up. Jim. Yeah. Do you go looking for Ovi?
2: I go looking for Ovi.
1: And the others all go along as well. Valdecor and Adelina.
2: Yes.
1: I'd, I'd probably like. Tell the faithful where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he sees you. And he he knows what's up. He gives you kind of like a grin and a nod, and gives you a little like a little wave of the hand, like go on, go, go. Do what you need to do. I'll be here when you're done.
5: Get, get get on out of here. You Get on out of
1: here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Tillia uh, stares at Jim a little longingly until he leaves.
2: <laughs> oh man.
1: She's got a little Tinker Bell, Peter Pan thing.
3: What's there like out of earshot of her? Uh-huh. Adelina just kind of like nudges Jim and she's just like, "Oh, Jim."
1: <laughs> Adelina have have inspiration. Yes. I'm just I'm dying over here. Adelina is incredible. You you go forward, you're looking for a, you know, you're going to the gateway and the gateway is an enormous archway. You can see it from very very far away, like like just as you get close to it, there is a gigantic archway. This archway was not here before. Uh, it is now, and it is made of a dark, like a charcoal slate stone. And there are silver runes all around it. And it is probably a hundred feet uh, in diameter. Wow! And it goes up, up and around. At the bottom of it, it is crafted onto a solid black stone gra- uh, floor as well. It's one solid piece. This was placed here, uh, sent here by Dervetter. And you, Jim, along with Ovi's help, petitioned for Dervetter's help, uh, his aid. And the deal is, and I'm just kind of narrating this out loud for, you know, I'm just kind of I guess it's just some exposition. Basically when all this started going down and you began trying to help these people find a way to escape, uh, you reached out to Dervetter, to Der he being the husband of Atonia. Uh, was the one you thought might be most willing to help, and you, as a champion, had never met with Dravetter or spoken with him before. But you prayed to him, and basically Dravetter agreed to help you. Uh, you and Ovi are to shepherd anyone who would like to escape, who you know, anyone who will survive through this gateway, and you—they will arrive in Dravetter's realm for now as refugees. And then once you get everyone out, you all can figure out what to do with them, you know, where they can go and all of that good stuff. Ovi is the one here who takes people back. He takes them through and back, through and back. He is literally a shepherd in that sense. Uh, but as you get near it, uh, you can feel the warmth radiating off of Ovi. And you can see his light as the bright, great Androsphinx is seated there beside
6: the gigantic archway. And as you approach, you hear him. Jim Yeah. Little elven person.
2: Half elven.
6: (laughs) I see you have returned, and with Fearbog. He says, looking over at Valdicor.
2: Yes, I have returned.
6: Welcome, Fearbog. I'm glad you have decided to join us, even if it was difficult, I am sure. We were given little choice. Yes, I am sorry that you have lost your home. Did it fare well, Jimalil?
2: No. We were attacked by...
3: cultists of some form or fashion?
6: Ah, yes. The Order of Absence.
3: Yeah, those guys.
6: (laughs) They spoke of Atonia's will. Some of our other agents have brought news of them as well since you have been gone, Jimalil. They are misguided. You think? I feel sorry for them.
2: Sure. I'm glad you have compassion. (laughs) Wait. Uh.
1: He starts sniffing. Is that Vance?
2: The one and only. Servant.
3: Adelina's like bouncing up and down. I met a human!
6: (laughs) Hello, human. Welcome. When did you arrive again in the grove?
0: About... Two hours and 40 minutes ago.
6: <laughs> you have lost weight, servants.
0: I've been through a lot. you a skinny boy now.
6: <laughs> Do I smell the lower plains?
0: Yeah, that's where I've been.
6: Mm, I don't like it there.
0: I was looking for Guy.
6: Oh, yes. I am sorry about Guy.
0: And speaking of which, where is Guy?
6: What do you mean?
0: Atonia stored his body somewhere here.
6: The goddess stored Guy's body somewhere here?
0: Yes. Are you
6: sure?
1: Positive. He leans back and sniffs the air. (laughs)
6: Hmm, I only smell one human flesh in the grove. Man flesh. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, he, he's dead,
6: so. Still, it is flesh you seek, is it not? You said his body. Yes. I'm afraid his body is not here. Not in the grove. At least I can't smell it. If it were here, I would smell it and... Unless, well... But there uh, are other...
0: Unless what?
6: Well, unless the darkness. Gemalil, do you know anything of this body of God?
2: Uh, no. Uh, I mean, I know it's here somewhere, I believe, but I don't know where it's at. I thought perhaps Atonia's tea cubby, or if not there, then you would know.
6: Her tea cubby. Oh, you mean Atonia's resting place. Or she said. Yes. Well, it could be there, but that is not here. So I just
2: wanted to check with you first to make sure we didn't go off somewhere right. and waste a bunch of time. Right,
6: that was wise, Jemileel. You are so wise, little elven person.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I try.
6: Yes. We are friends, Jemalel.
2: Okay. Me too. Why
6: do you say okay like this, Jim? We're, uh, we're friends.
2: We are friends. Are we right?
6: not friends?
2: We absolutely are. I was just curious why you reiterated it. Well,
6: I just... We are friends, Chimeloo.
2: Yes, we are.
6: And, Adelina, it's so good to see you.
3: Good to see you! I see
6: you finally got to meet a human.
3: I did, and it's so cool.
6: Sir Vance is pretty cool. Yes. I don't know. It's
3: so cool, and I have so many Especially when you Laura. notes, and she, like... Pulls out, like, a bunch of scraps from her pockets and stuff, and, like, on her arm, there's some, and...
6: You want to know <laughs> a secret, Adelina? What? I saw him fight a dragon one time.
3: Whoa. Like,
0: I where? fought that dragon like... again.
6: Oh, you fought it again? I slayed that dragon, Vance. No telling lies. Well, I reslew it.
0: You can fight a dragon twice? In the hills.
6: Ah, in the lower plains,
0: where I also saw, place where the unchained are, the forsaken.
3: That also sounds creepy. Hmm. Perhaps
4: foreboding
0: names.
6: Perhaps we can sit and talk about this, but there is much to do, and it seems that you also have something to take care of, right, Jimolil?
2: Sure. What what do I have to take care of?
6: Are you not going to Otonia's resting place?
2: Oh, yeah, there. I thought you missed something else.
6: Well, we have much to do here, but I can handle this for a while. The fairies are helping me and of course the other eladrin. Yeah. Will you too be joining? Oh, I am sorry. What is your name, Fearbough?
4: I am Valdacor, apprentice to the faithful.
6: It is nice to make your acquaintance, Valdacor. I am Ovi, guardian of the grove.
4: He's gonna he's gonna bow as O V introduces himself formally.
6: Hmm. He just gives kinda of like a hmm.
4: Great spirit. I've <laughs> I've heard of your your guardianship over this realm.
3: Adelina kinda side leans toward me and she's like, it's okay, he's chill.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Voldicor is gonna kinda frown at that.
6: She is right, Voldacor. I am pretty chill. <laughs> But I can also be ferocious, if I need to be. Oh, my. Jim I will open a door for you. He turns, and he reaches out his
1: enormous paw, bigger than your head, and he, like, does a little, like, symbol
6: in the sky, and a doorway opens up, a triangular doorway. Oh, my. This will take you to Otonia's resting place. You have been there, Jim. It's true. Just be careful. Always. Well, usually.
0: <laughs> usually.
6: I hope you find Guy's body, Sir Vance.
0: As
1: do I.
6: He's a good soul. And then
1: Ovi turns around and goes and sits back down. Y'all go through the doorway? Yes. Uh, do Adelina and vault do they go through?
0: I already jumped through.
3: A- Adelina's definitely down, because there's another human involved.
1: Okay. So, Vance, Jim... And Adelina have gone through. What does Valdecor do? So he's gonna
4: kind of, kind of wait for them to go on. He's gonna turn over to Ovi, maybe step over to him. I don't know how far away he went, but um, <clears throat> just kind of step over to him mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, try to respectfully approach him. Yes. Great spirit. Um, yes, Valdecor. I just wanted to know: Is there any hope she can return?
1: he stands up and he walks over to you and he like lowers his big old Andrew sphinx head like down a little bit I mean he's, he's huge but you're also very tall he lowers it towards your face and he kind of like puts his nose against your forehead and like breathes out like warm air on your hair Voldecor will close his eyes
6: our lovely goddess is gone I wish that I could tell you Valdicor that she will return, but in my heart I believe she will not, but her love and her power, her kindness and her mischief, they live on through you, they live on through me and Jimalil and all the people of the grove and that is why we strive so strongly and heartily to save them for her so that she may live on through us so take heart young fear do not be overwhelmed in so much sorrow he's gonna be
4: quiet for a moment Mm. and um his his fists are tight gripping his staff Mm -hmm. as he's listening and um, maybe a silent tear runs down his cheek. But he will uh, kind of stand back and and nod and then uh, briskly turn and uh, follow the rest of them.
1: You step through the gateway, Valdecore, and you are all in this quaint little cottage-type place. Nice little kitchen with a little table, a couple little chairs over there, teapot sitting in the middle of it, some little cookies sitting there, there's like a fireplace off to one side with a fire burning in it a nice comfy couch all these things and all, uh, Jim you've seen, you've been here many many times you've sat and talked with Atonia but there are no like doors leading to other places or any other rooms or anything like that, but you've always had the sneaking suspicion that there's more than meets the eye about this place (laughs) (gasps) there's Transformers
0: yes Robots in disguise.
1: Robots. Roll out. You're looking for something or some place or somewhere that might hide Guy's body. The cupboard. (laughs) Okay. Jim, basically, you know, you're you're kind of the point man here, and you're looking for, you're the one that might have some idea, but the truth is you don't really know where. So you guys are just going to kind of be looking for something, anything that might lead into another area here or might hold someone's body.
2: (laughs) So let's look around here for a body. Anybody have experience searching for bodies? Hmm, bodies. <laughs> I mean, not not just anybody. I mean, we're specifically looking for a guy's body. Right, 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 right. If you find another body, that would be a concern. I'll have to rethink my champion status.
3: Adelina is searching, but she's not necessarily going about it the most practical way at first because she keeps checking things that are, like, way too small. Um.
1: Uh, why don't we get some investigation checks up in her? That sounds hard. Investigation
3: seventeen.
1: That's pretty good.
3: I have a plus seven.
1: Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Seven. Seven. I got an unnatural twenty. Oh, dirty twenty. <sighs> unnatural. Ten servants got a ten. Cool. cool, 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 So we got a dirty twenty and a seventeen were the two highest. Yeah. Right. What did uh what was what was Valdcor score again? Seven. Seven and a nine. We okay. seven. So, Vance and Valdicore, you guys are looking around and kind of like, man, there ain't nothing in here. Like, what, what are we doing? here? <laughs> <What? You> found, <laughs> found some cookies. You guys want some cookies? Ooh, some Fay Oreos. Cookies. You found some nice, really nice smelling tea uh, made in like little baggies. Uh, but let's see. Uh, Adelina. Yes. You are looking where? Kitchen or, like, den area?
3: Probably the kitchen, because okay. there's a lot of cabinets, okay. and I'm just kind of like...
1: <laughs> looking in the cabinets, looking in the cabinets. You look through the kitchen, and you don't find any sign of God. But what you do find is the inside of the cabinets are much bigger on the inside than they are on the outside. Oh, <laughs> dear.
3: Nice. Oh, dear. Tonya
1: was a tom lady? Jimalil. <laughs> uh, Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's me. Uh, Adelina may share this information with you. Uh, Are you looking in the den? I'm looking in the den. Okay. With your dirty 20 looking in the den, you hear from from Adelina, these cabinets are very roomy, bigger than...
3: Hey, Mm -hmm. Jimmy, these cabinets are huge.
1: Oh, wow. They are.
2: Oh, even more so inside. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Jim, you go to looking around, looking around, looking around. You're looking around the furniture, you're looking around the fireplace, kinda like investigating, investigating. You're running your hand along the mantle. You feel one of these stones. Seems a little wobbly. This stone seems a little wobbly. I yank it. Nothing happens. I push it. It clicks. It goes in. As it does the <laughs> the mantle, the fireplace. Like cracks in the middle, not like in a bad way. Just like it, just kind of like a, a crease appears in the middle and it folds in. Oh my! Secret passageway. I found it.
2: Secret I don't toes. know if that's <gasps> is it. It
1: is. <laughs> May- so it's disconcerting because what you see is like the night sky, like space, stars,
2: she is the stars. time lady.
1: An expanse of blackness, but there is a staircase leading down. Ooh, let's
2: go this way.
0: Into Atonia's basement.
1: Step down onto the staircase. There is no, like, railing on either side. It's just a stone staircase leading down and kind of at a curve to the right. And it just looks like black space. Starlit black space all around it, as far as you can see. Creepy. Don't fall off there.
2: Guys, we should probably not fall off right here.
1: Uh, you all step over there, and you see the same thing.
2: Make an acrobatics check.
1: <laughs> yeah, make, it, make an acrobatics check. Let's see if anybody rolls a nat one. <laughs> do you all descend the curving staircase?
0: Yes, I do. Yes.
1: Okay, you're walking. I want I want to sit and like kind of slide down on my butt. Okay, it's like you're doing that carefully, like butt scooch, butt scooch, butt yeah. scooch. Uh, as you guys get so far, you notice that like you look back at the door, and the door is kind of like up and to the left, and it's like sideways. The so it's like the center of gravity is changing as you're walking. Uh You keep going and you see a doorway up ahead. You come to the doorway and there is a large circular wooden door. The Hobbit? I think kind of like, you know, bag end. Like brown. Yeah, like a, like a circular. It's not green, but yeah, like a brown. Does
0: it have a little mark
1: towards the bottom? It doesn't. Well, it's actually like a red oak. It's like a beautiful red oak. Mahogany. Beautifully crafted door. There's no handle. But there is a large knocker, like one of those hanging I knockers. knock on the door. Vance, you take the knocker and knock? Yeah. There is a moment where nothing happens.
0: How many moments?
1: Still going. The moment's still going. And then the door opens. Oh. It opens into a strange chamber. Beautiful, Same. same like red oak floors. Go out probably 50 feet all around. It's a circular chamber, almost like a dome on the top. You know what I'm saying? Like curved ceiling going up and around. Mm -hmm. On the far end, there is a large, plush, like yellow, golden colored chair. Like a big old chair. And on it, at first you think, it's Ovi. But then you realize it's not Ovi. Ovi's a little bit more masculine and beefy and bigger, but... It's definitely some kind of a sphinx. And as you guys step in through the door, the door closes behind you. The figure turns and looks at you all. And she is very feminine. She has sort of the facial features of a beautiful woman. It's a girl. With, you know, like kind of like it, not a mane, but like a almost like a jewel kind of around her face, like jewelry, like a beautiful necklace kind of framing around her face. She's huge. Uh, big ol' paws and claws. She has a crown that is grafted from that same like red oak on her head, and she speaks.
5: Who would enter the Vault of Atonia uninvited?
1: I would. (laughs) She turns her head towards you.
5: And what is your
1: name, Human?
0: I'm Sir Vance Oftewall.
5: Sir Vance
1: night.
0: Yes, and Antonia agreed to keep my friend's body. Guy.
1: She was laying down, you know, like stretched out, but now she kind of like stands up on her front paws with her back paws still sitting back.
5: Oh, that sounds familiar. Yes, the boy. The boy is here. Where is he? He is here. Is that why you are all here for the
0: boy? That's why I'm here.
1: She gets up and hops. She hops down onto the wooden floor and walks towards you guys. She big. She looks strong.
0: Big strong.
1: What about you, elven person?
2: Me?
5: Yes. Aren't you Otonia's pet? A champion, but yes. (laughs) It's the same. Don't take it offensively. I also am her pet. The guardian of her vault, her most precious possessions are here in my care, including the boy. But if you expect me to just hand him over without her consent, you must be mad. <laughs> oh, forgive me. I must introduce myself. My name is keeny And
1: she gives like a little bow.
5: As I said, I am afraid I cannot give you the boy without permission from our goddess. Well, she's dead, so...
1: She cocks her head to the side and looks at you.
0: She was killed.
1: Excuse me? What do you mean,
5: she was killed? Our goddess killed? Do you take me for a fool?
0: No, I don't know you, but... There's a fifth son of the Crooked Father who did kill Atonia.
5: Champion. Set this foolish boy straight on his record.
4: Um, so, Valdegor's gonna kind of step forward and kind of hold his hands up or whatever. Okay. Um, Great Spirit. What they speak of is true. No. All of us,
5: we all felt it. No. No, (laughs) no. She... She cannot be. She is not gone. It is true. What devilish
4: trick is this? There's no trick. It's the work of evil. Evil
2: beyond anything. I do not
1: believe you.
2: It's true, I'm afraid.
1: She growls. I do not believe you. And she like stomps her feet. And when she does, you guys hear like this click. And these two things come like rolling out of the walls. Like this little door opens up and these things roll out and then they pop up and fold out and they're like these weird metal and wooden men. One of them is like eight feet tall and one of them like is like five feet tall.
5: This is some devilry sent by her rivals. You will all die here. You have chosen poorly.
1: And uh, we're going to roll initiative. Nice. Oh no. So let's go ahead and do that. But I will tell you this. She don't believe you. Can tell. She is going to try and kill you. When she's going to attack you. She's going to defend her place like she's supposed to. On your turn, you have two options. One, fight. Which there may be situations where you have no choice. You you need to fight at least some. You know, like you're going to have to fight back. You don't necessarily have to try and kill her, but you are going to be trying to get through to her, and that may be done by fighting her and dropping her to zero. You know, knocking her out, defeating her. Or if you have some way of trying to convince her, you can also do that as an action on your turn. Uh, I'm just kind of giving you that for, like, the state of play. All right. What are your initiatives?
3: Nineteen.
1: Ten.
0: Natural 20
1: plus one. Seventeen. Okay. Everybody except for Valdecor, you, like, grab your weapons and or, or, like, brace yourself and begin to to make a change for your initiative and when you do, it's like you feel this weird sensation and it's almost like your mind turns back and I need you to re-roll initiative what? and take what you get on the new roll. Everybody except Valdecor, you got the 10. 15.
3: 8. 12.
1: Okay, she likes that better. Rude. You are in her lair and time is at her control in this place. Which you kind of realize as that all happens. You're like prepared for what's happening. And then you kind of realize, wait. And it's like you roll back and you kind of like are disoriented by that. And then you hear a little (laughs) from her. And uh, the first thing that is going to happen is she is going to jump on Sir Vance. She don't like your tone. Okay? Okay. She's going to jump at you and cloy you. Try to cloy you. Uh, What's your armor class? Sixteen. That's a hit. You take 15 damage. Wow. She's going to try again. The second one is a miss, though. Nice. Which is funny because she she got a real good bonus, but she rolled a four and it wasn't quite enough. So, yeah, she just claws you a couple times while you're gathering yourself.
5: What's wrong, human disoriented? Did you think to come into the vault of Atonia and take advantage of her? What do you seek to do with the boy?
1: And uh, it's your turn, Vance. I sought to resurrect
0: him. After all that's why she kept the body for me willingly.
5: For you? Yes. And I'm just supposed to take your word sneaking about when she is not here?
0: Uh we didn't sneak we knocked and then I used Misty Step to teleport on her back.
1: (laughs) Okay you're gonna try to teleport onto her back? Yes. What's What's your goal here? I don't wanna be
0: is she like on top of me? She's in front of you. She unswiped you oh, with two claws. Okay. Well, then, no, I thought I was like trapped under or something.
1: No, nah, she didn't knock you prone or anything. No, she's just, she's, I mean, she is big. <laughs> she's kind of towering over you, but I mean, feel free to do that if you want to do that. I'm just asking you what you want to do when you get up there so I can determine if anything else needs to be done, like a roll for that, like a, you know, like a, to hold on or anything. Are you going to attack her or
0: not? I don't really have a reason to. Well, I have a reason to, but I
1: don't really want to. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, you can try something else. You could just try you you could try persuading her, intimidating her, try anything like that.
0: I'll try to persuade her. You may not have known this, but I've been in the grove before. Jim and I both, Jim being the champion of Atonia, trying to save what well, we thought trying to save the tree and the stone. <sighs> and that's when atonia made him her champion that's why he has the ability to do the things he does like make the gateway and things like that
5: and now he betrays her
0: no he's actually trying to get all the people of the grove out because the grove is being slowly destroyed and turned into nothingness
1: no this is foolishness give me a, pers- a persuasion check give me give me a check and it's 14 So, you don't persuade like she doesn't just believe you, but she's starting to feel a little bit like "Hmm."
5: you. I, I can smell the grove on
1: you, but
5: where is Atonia? Tell me where she is,
1: and that's going to be the end of your turn, right? All right, now it is uh, the like four or five foot thing that gets up over there. It kind of like. Click-click click almost like clockwork style. And it gets up and it starts walking towards you guys. And I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say he's coming toward Adelina. he's coming from your side. Okay. Uh, this little dude comes walking forward. Um, and he holds up his arms and one, uh, like does a little twisty, and it's half of a sword, like in his arm. Like his arm, half oh. of his arm turns into a sword. And he kind of like, as quick as he can, like, up towards you, and he's gonna whoosh, make a swipe at you with his sword arm. Mm-hmm. And your armor class is?
3: Um, Has it been eight hours since the last fight?
1: Mm, I don't think so. I think we said, uh, we'll call it, we'll say no. We'll say it's getting close, but not during this fight has it been less. All
3: right. In that case, it's still 16. Okay.
1: Well, he rolled a seven, so that's not going to do it. Uh, he does like a little spinny thing and he comes at you again. This one is a 15, which is still yeah. not enough. Nice. Stupid thing. Roll better. <laughs> anyway, okay.
3: So. My mage armor kind of like glows.
1: Yep. Adelina, it's your turn. What do you do?
3: Okay, so since this fool is attacking me, yeah. and he also appears to be like not alive-ish, so <laughs> I want to try Wait, and, and notes. shoot something at it.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, let me let me warn you, if you use a ranged attack, uh-huh. you will have disadvantage because he is within five feet of you. He's that's in good to you know. uh, But if you do something that requires a save, it won't affect that. Mm-hmm. Or if you use something that has touch, like your uh, shocking grasp is touch. Which that's, that's a cantrip, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Magic missile wouldn't affect that. Wouldn't affect... Uh, I cast magic missile. <laughs> anything with a save. So there you go. Lightning bolt wouldn't affect that.
3: Well, lightning bolt was actually the one I wanted to do, so that makes me happy okay. because I wanted to shoot some lightning at it. Yeah. Since
1: it's a save, it doesn't impose this damage. What level?
3: Uh third.
1: Okay. So he's making a dexterity saving throw, dexterity yes. fifteen. Yes. Well, let me just check his dexterity. Okay. That is a ten total. So that is a failure. So you can click on the that little eight D six button if or eight D whatever it is. Holy moly.
3: That's a lot of damage. That's 32. Get him.
1: Whoa. Wow. <laughs> oh, shoot. What is this thing's HP? That is crazy. <laughs> she obliterates it. I- I'll tell you what, it ain't. It ain't 32. <laughs> <coughs> this is the little guy. Uh, 32 damage. Of, of electricity, lightning, bursts into his body. He... Which he doesn't actually make sound. He just kind of like, you know, like creaks and, and stuff. And mm-hmm. then uh, the wooden parts of him catch fire. And then he just falls apart. Amazing. Dead. Like to pieces? Yeah, he's gone. He was like a wooden robot, <laughs> metal dude. You've insta-killed mm-hmm. two things. <laughs> Are you... Is that the end of your turn?
3: Um, I mean, I kind of want to like... Just kind of shout at the lady, like we don't want to fight you.
1: <laughs> okay, You're giving some support, giving some support. I won't have you make a check this turn since you attacked, but you are you are making your support vocal. Uh, Valdecor kind of went on this, you know, chaos kind of erupts, and he's gonna kind of like
4: slam his staff down on the ground, maybe try to get her attention or something, you know. Yes, he's gripping his staff, mm. and he says, "Great spirit." I've spent my whole life in service to Atonia. We all felt her death, as if our own soul was split from our bodies. Do not insult me by telling me I speak lies. And he holds out a desperate hand toward her. Touch the despair within me, and you will know the truth of our words. But only one who has lost his faith, his very soul, can feel the grief that i feel dude
1: <laughs> give me a persuasion check i guess well you know what though give me a religion check let's do that instead give me a religion, Ooh, religion. Check. yeah i don't okay. like i don't like persuasion on this because it's more about your faith you're trying to and you want her to sense the faith within you nat 20 oh my gosh <laughs> are you serious <laughs> Whoa. oh okay Oh, that's really good. Uh, okay, so first of all, let me give you inspiration. I don't know if you'll need it, but let me give it to you anyway. You got some inspiration there, because that was awesome. That is amazing. She, like, turns to where you are, and you're really close. Like, you and Vance, you guys walked in pretty close together, so you're, like, within 10 feet of her anyway. So she, like, turns and looks towards you. You are a child of the grove, aren't you? Yes. And she, like, slowly walks towards you, and she reaches out an enormous paw crush your head in it Paul and puts it on your forehead and when she does she literally like recoils from it like it burns her and she kind of like stumbles back Yeah what is this darkness this
5: absence I feel where is Atomia where is our goddess where is she tell, tell me Fearbulg, tell me where she is. So Valdicor just looks
4: her
1: in the eye, and there's pity. She is gone. She roars, and it's, like, scary. But also, there's, like, a sadness in it. And then she, like, runs across the room. She, like, grabs that big yellow couch. She just rips it in half. She slings it against the wall. She's just, like, tearing things up. Around her. Yeah giant cat. And then she stops and she walks over and she lowers her head just inches from your face, Jim. Mm -hmm. Mhm. She looks right in your eyes and she casts Zone of Truth. Technically, you would need to make a saving throw.
2: I can choose to fail it though, right?
1: You can.
2: I fail.
1: You fail your charisma save. Yes. You succumb to the truth. Now speak truth to me, champion. Where is our
2: goddess? She is gone. She is no longer with us.
1: She has died. She slumps down onto the ground, and her head, like, bows down with it. Where? How? Who? Who? Who could kill?
5: Who could destroy our goddess? Only another. She was beautiful. And wonderful.
1: I know. I know. She covers her face with her paws. And she weeps. (laughs) I put my arm on
2: her back and weep as well.
1: After a time, she... Stops. She lifts her head. She stands, and there's like a it's like a walkway, like a staircase that kind of goes up onto a ledge behind where that couch was. It's kind of like the couch, like up against it, a little nook. She walks over there and she places her paw on the back wall. As she does, there's a hum and a click, and a small doorway opens up onto the right side, and out of it comes drifting a. Long red oak box, just long enough for a human body. She walks over to it and she looks up at Vance and Jim, Valdecor, Adelina. The boy is here. She kept her promise. And she looks down at him. Vance, you walk over there? Yes. Down in the box, which is kind of like a crib, almost like a little crib comfortable padded there is the body of Guy Clark brown hair kind of tussled up still wearing the same robe clothes he was wearing that day you guys fought he almost looks like he could be sleeping
0: Jim I need your help
2: say no more friend and Jim approaches to help
1: you give him the bag yes Jim, there is in the bag everything that you need to perform a resurrection spell. While you've never performed one yourself, you are familiar with the ritual, you know, um, academically. And there is a very detailed explanation of all that needs to be done, as well as all of the required components. I do
2: it. I take the components. I begin the ritual very solemnly.
1: You place everything the way that it goes. You know, you get everything set out the way that it needs to be. You begin to read the incantation that's there. There is a diamond that is set there and you lay it on Guy's chest and as you begin to speak the diamond begins to glow. What? A bright light. Like a bright white light. You hear music like singing and then there is a a glowing light that passes through the wall of the vault. First it's just a just like an opaque white light but then the light takes form and it is the shape of a humanoid. And then it becomes a bit clearer. And standing kind of in the air above the body is the spirit of Guy Clark. <gasps> hey, Vance. hey Vance.
0: Guy. I did it. I can see,
1: I can that. see that. And not alone. Not alone. Jim, Jim. That's me. <laughs> hey, Jim. How have you been? Have you been? Huh. Well,
2: until now, I mean, I'm things I'm great. Yes, it's so wonderful to see you. So that's,
0: so that's
1: uh, uh that's, my, that's body. my body.
0: Yeah, that's you. That is so, that is so, weird. so weird.
1: Uh, well, you know Vance, Vance, I, told Vance you, I told you I, I told you I needed, I needed some time, time to think, to think, about, think it.
0: about it. Yeah.
1: I thought, about, thought it. about it. What do you think? You know, the truth know the is, Vince, now that I've been, up, been here, up here, the place that Paylor has, has made for us, for us, is, us really is really great. great. I think you would like it a lot. lot. I, ran I ran into some friends, some friends. But, but I, think you're, I right. think you're right. I think I there's, there's, more there's more I want to do. I think I want to go on. And as he says that, that glow kind of drifts down and you see the like glowing white smile come across his face as his spirit lays down into the body and then you hear a <sighs> Oh my God. Was that a real cough? <laughs> Does anybody have any water? I pull out a oh. water. He takes the, like, water skin from you and takes a big old gulp of it. Oh, man, that is a bad taste in my mouth.
0: Oh, that may be water from the hells, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a sinking circle.
3: Adeline is, like, over to the side, and you can see, like, there's, like, tears kind of dried on her face, but she's just, like, staring, like, with her mouth open. She's just like, mm-hmm. best day Ever. <laughs>
1: uh, Keeney, uh Still standing there And Guy looks over Oh, oh, uh, oh! Um, I did not notice you there And she says Hello, boy Welcome back to the land of the living And then she kind of walks over By the door and just stands there Uh, hello uh, My name is Guy uh, Wizard in training, sort of uh, what's your name? He says to the two of you.
3: Um, Adelina kind of bounces up a little bit, and she's like, Hi, uh-huh. I'm Adelina. Oh. Um, uh, Bella, it's really cool to meet you. i <laughs> you're the second human I've met. This is so oh, awesome. it's cool to
1: meet you. You're the first orange-skinned elf lady I've ever met.
3: Oh, I'm an Eladrin. It's not a big deal.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that is. So it's something weird. Yeah, that's really cool. Um... I was going to say my friend Jim would would love to hear more about you, but there he is, uh, Jim.
3: Oh yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy and I we're like buds. We're Jimmy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, we we've learned uh, quite a bit from each other and each other's worlds.
1: And uh, you, uh, sir, what, uh, Guy Clark, he extends a, har- a hand towards you, Valdicor. Do Fearbolg shake hands like is that? A- it's up to you. You're a Fearbolg. What do you think? Uh, Valdicor, <laughs> you know. I'm just, I'm just- He's
4: recovering covering for some trauma here but um he's just going to get a big old bear hug. No. Um Oh cool.
1: Yeah, there you go. Oh, oh. He will, uh, uh,
4: yeah, this is It's um, the Fearbulg way. Yeah. He will nod respectfully and uh
1: say solemnly, "I am I'm, I'm of the Fearbulg. Voldecor. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what that is either, Voldecor, but it's really nice to meet you. Um where are we? Are we we, doesn't really. We're like
0: in a subgrove.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, Grovet. Yes. <laughs> are, uh, Keen, uh, uh, Keeny, uh Do you know Ovi?
5: Ovi? I haven't met an Ovi. Who is Ovi? That's a powerful name.
1: You need to meet that guy. Yeah, you guys remember Ovi, right? Is
0: Ovi? Is he still around? Yeah, we just we just saw him actually. Oh, really? Well, He's your new
1: love interest. What? <laughs> well, let's go see Ovi. Let's let's go see him. Let's go see Ovi. I, I, I want to see Ovi before we. He's not your love interest, guys. Kenny's <laughs> no, love not. interest. I, I, obviously, I, Ovi's just a cool guy. He's a cool cat, man. He's a cool giant cat, man. He walks up to Jim and uh, he he just hugs you, Jim. He just like gives you a hug. Yeah, does.
2: I give him a hug as well.
1: Thanks for uh, thanks for resurrecting me, Jim.
2: Anytime. I mean, hopefully not not again. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Whenever you
1: want, whenever I, you die. I know what you mean. And uh, he turns around. He says, "Well, let's uh, let's go see Ovi." And he turns around, walks out the door. He's taking like big old steps and strides. He like throws an arm around Vance's shoulder. Like you coming? Of course. He steps out the door. What's with these stairs? <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall off. Guy
5: falls and dies into the (laughs) (laughs) hole. He (laughs) falls into the
1: nothingness. (laughs) Keeney says, Here. She like reaches up and she stretches out her paw and then she carves a triangular gate in the air. This should take us to the grove. And she steps through. You all follow after her.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: Guy and Vance step through. Jim, Baldacore, Adelina. On the other side you see Keeney standing up and you see Ovi standing up. And they are kinda like walking in a circle, like a figure like around each other, like Be still my heart. Looking at each other and they kinda have like an intent look in their eye, and they're like
6: What? Who is this magnificent specimen? <laughs> oh my
5: she says I am King. You must be Ovi. He says, I am
6: Ovi, guardian of the grove.
1: Ovi! And Guy kind of runs up and he, like, jumps on Ovi's side and, like, starts patting him.
6: Human boy. Why, it is good to see you again, Guy. I have some business I need to attend to just now. Jimalil, we have some new visitors here. Oh. It is time to begin shepherding the people of Atonia through to the land of Derveter.
2: Okay, let us let us go.
6: Servants, I it has been very good to see you and I would like to see you again, but if you would like I can send you and Guy home it is going to be quite a task for us to send all of these through to the veteran. I have a feeling your friend would like to see his friends and family again very soon.
0: Yes, I think it's time we go home.
6: God turns around and
1: he smiles. He's smiling big. He just all smiles. It was, uh, it was super nice to meet you guys, uh, Adelina Valdicor. I'm really sorry... To be leaving so soon
3: i'll just have to come visit
1: oh yeah you should de- you should definitely come visit um come visit anytime can I, uh can we I, got
3: can i and she's like looking between like ovi and jim because she doesn't know which one's gonna let her go but she's wanting to go so bad
6: <laughs> perhaps in time young one for now we still have much work to do
3: oh yeah yeah uh
6: we got plenty
1: of room uh, like vance like the off-the-wall mansion's huge like Lots of rooms. Mansion. I'm sure that there's Yeah. What
3: what's a what's a mansion?
1: It's like a big old house. Like a huge, like, like think of like a lot of houses. Oh,
3: so your hut. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: but like a Okay, yeah. Like but like a real big Ten big huts. Do you
3: have a university?
1: It's like twenty huts. Yeah, so yeah, we well, I mean we do have universities. Um
6: <laughs> th- th- please.
3: Good, I like trees. Guy
0: might want to go to a
3: university.
1: Well, I mean maybe, but uh, let's
0: The university in Vent Haven.
1: Guy gets his doctorate next season. <laughs> yeah. Let's get back to, you know, uh, the natural world first, and we'll talk about lot that stuff. Ov opens a gate behind him. They're trying to a gate.
6: This will lead you back to Manumi. And I'm sure that Jim will return as soon as he can as well.
0: Yes. Yeah, Jim, if you need anything before then, just give us a holler.
2: Yeah. Oh, real quick, before I leave, and I pull out my Book of Shadows, mm. write your name here. I'll be able to send you sending much more easily. And I hand him my quill. And
0: my I write my name, and, then I, and I give Guy the quill.
2: Guy writes his name. Yes. Don't be a stranger, Jim. Certainly. I will, uh, I will definitely be in touch.
1: Guy steps over to the gate. You ready, Vance?
2: Yeah, I guess so.
0: There's some people I'm not excited to see, but
1: don't worry it's all gonna work out
0: I guess it, well, I did do what I said I would do so
1: you did I'm ready don't worry I, I'll, um, I'll I'll take as much of the heat for you as I can <laughs> he uh, puts his arm around your shoulder again like bro hug style and i do the same drags you through you gotta step through Uh, that's where we're gonna end this episode. Amazing! <laughs> you did it. We
2: did it.
0: I wasn't sure if he yep. would uh, he would come back. You or not. did
2: it. I know, right? That was so cool. This was a pretty big moment.
1: Yeah, it's a really a huge moment. Like, the biggest. That was
2: so cool.
1: Let me just say thank you. It's been awesome. It's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, this was great. Yeah, this was awesome. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I mean, you know, we've all been waiting for it, mm-hmm. and here it is. Guy is back, baby. Yes. He's back. Yes. He's back.
3: And it was so satisfying, Man. too.
1: Yeah. It feels good. It feels good. Hard fought. I mean, we're in season four here, so. <laughs> it was years in the making. It went through hell and back. Literally went to the hells and back, and still. Okay. Yes. Really. Man, that was That was great. Fantastic role playing.
4: For guy to fall off the uh, stairs and all <laughs> yeah, into his face. I mean, man, what, what
1: a shame! All that for him to just to drift off into the abyss there. <laughs> Fantastic role playing all around yeah, it was from good. everybody. Thank you, thank you guys. That was great. Um, I really, uh, I hope that everyone listening out there in Listenerland has enjoyed this uh, listening as much as we've enjoyed playing this. Who knows what future might hold for old guy, and, uh, now that he is breathing again. So, he's gonna go to college
3: in the forest grade.
1: Yep, gonna go to college. You know, assuming the crooked father doesn't subsequently destroy all of creation. That's <laughs> that's uh, probably in the cards, frame. But anyway, uh, hey, thank you all so much for listening. Thanks to Greg, and Bryson for playing, Peace. Um, for being awesome. That's uh, that's gonna do it for this episode.
3: Yay!
1: We will. Uh, we'll see you guys again very soon. Bye bye. Shout out to Sherilyn and Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to who? Our other friends. <laughs> what are their names?
3: Sherilyn and Harrison.
1: <laughs> Sherilyn and Harrison. Shout out to Sherilyn. Yeah,
0: shout out to Sherilyn and Harrison.
1: And Harrison. Sherilyn
2: and Harrison. <laughs> shout out.
1: All right.
0: Sherilyn and Harilyn. <laughs> no, oh, Sherison and yes. Harison. Yes. Sherison and Harrison.
1: Her- Sherilyn <laughs> Sher- and Harrison. <laughs> Sher <laughs> Sherison <laughs> and Harilyn. Is that right? Yep. That's wrong. <laughs> That's backwards, isn't it? <laughs> It's Sherilyn and Harrison. Shout out. Wow. Uh, thank Shout you guys out. for listening. <laughs> I do. Uh, we love all of you out there in Listener land, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Ha! Like a little thinner, not quite as stocky as a, a moose. And they begin. Yeah, a scoose, And they start. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't just. Uh, I don't even know what, what that is. It's what it is. It's a goose. It's a Stantler. And Jim, you, give me some kind of like a call out. Like how are you? How are you getting their attention? How are you empowering them? How are you like encouraging them?
2: Yeah, run! <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you.
1: You rolled a natural
2: twenty, Jim. <laughs> Okay, hang hey, there. Friends, Romans, countrymen. I come here oh, not to no. bury Caesar, but to—or not to praise Caesar, but to bury him.
1: Four score and so <laughs> Dear God, the more it starts to look like nothing. The orange dragon, Kelly. Please, no. Yes. <laughs> okay, guys, this is scary, but we must stay sane.
3: Probably the kitchen because okay. there's a lot of cabinets, and okay. I'm just kind of like.
1: Looking in the cabinets, looking in the cabinets, you look through the kitchen uh and what if she like uh, dismembered him and <coughs> put him in
4: different drawers to save space Oh, that'd be bad,
1: wouldn't it? <laughs> no. You find an action figure this big and it looks like guy, yeah, I'm just kidding <laughs> you check inside the Ottoman there is a uh there's, there's an, an, an empire empire in there <laughs> you open the Ottoman and there's an empire and it's an Ottoman. Empire. <laughs> Ah, uh, <laughs> sweet lord! <laughs> <laughs>
3: if I ever open a
2: furniture store, it's going to be called Ottoman Empire, which no, I stole no, from DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the that's Persian in the
3: Goldbergs. It's mm. a thing.
2: <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. It's also in the the DuckTales reboot. Oh yes, I love
1: that. <laughs> okay, do you all descend the curving staircase?
2: Yes.
5: Mm, yes.
1: Okay, you're walking. I want, I want to sit and, like, kind of
4: slide down on my butt.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's like you're doing that carefully, like butt scooch, butt scooch, butt yeah. scooch. The boy is here. Where is he? He is
5: here. Where is he?
2: it? Where is he? Where's Rachel? <laughs> Keeney. Isn't that, like, the little rice-like stuff? Quinoa. Oh, right.
0: That, that is, is quinoa. <laughs>
5: yes. That's different. No, I
3: I was thinking she was a bathing suit. <laughs>
5: <laughs> mm, your jokes are not lost on a
1: Kini. like a bright, white light.
5: In the
4: arms of an angel. <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh, <yeah>. oh, no. <laughs> I am Ovi, <laughs> guardian of the grove. He's overjoyed to meet you.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: She's keeny on him.
4: Okay. <laughs>